0: Welcome to The Hidden Palace with SkyBlaze.
1: Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am SkyBlaze and this is The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Finally. (laughs) It's been a while. Uh, I apologize for my... Long absence uh, I had Covid Which was miserable um, And then uh, I've got another chest infection at the moment Which I'm, I'm kind of getting over I'm, I'm okay But if you hear me coughing That's why um, I also have an knee injury So I'm falling to bits basically I mean I'd like my, my cyborg replacement body now please Um but I'm here now, so... Let's proceed. Uh, my original prompt for this episode was to... Um, do this particular show over Easter weekend. Uh, because it's about Easter eggs, so I figured that would be thematically appropriate. Uh, it is no longer Easter, but I think we can all enjoy some Easter eggs anyway. Um... Because I'm sure there's lots of people who enjoy leftover chocolate. Not me, because I can't eat it, but still. Um... Hello, resident SD, The resident SD said they've uh, missed the music, my intro music. (laughs) Yeah, it's nice to be back. Uh, Hi, Electric bugaloo. What else have we got? Pocket O'Leary. I think Nicholas Mann's around. Doan's around. Uh, So, hello to you. Uh, But let's um, actually start the topic. So, our first Easter egg can be found in Sonic Chaos for the Game Gear. And in order to see this Easter egg, you will need to bring up the sound test screen by inputting down, down, up, up, left, right, left, right, 1, start from the start screen of Sonic Chaos. Once you're in the sound test, inputting down, down, right, right and 1 will have Sonic perform a Hadouken from Street Fighter 2. That's a bit random, but kind of cool. Uh, oh, hi, Multiclass Geek. Resident Nesty says they shall eat chocolate in solidarity. Uh, and Electric Boogaloo is hoping that I get my new cybernetic enhancements. Thank you all. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry about that. i it. Still recovering from this chest infection, so... I'm trying to get rid of all the goo on my t- on my chest. And Electric Boogaloo has helpfully put a little image of, uh, of the Hadaken that... Um, Sonic performs. Uh, Let's see. What else have we got? Oh yes. Uh, Also in uh, Sonic Chaos, uh, you find in the first bonus stage that the rings of the stage are arranged to uh, spell out Shima, Rei, and 500, which are the names of the game designers M. Shima, Rei, and Tadashi Ihori, who is known as 500ZO. Cool. Um, yeah, there was a thing in the 80s and 90s where a lot of um, Japanese devs in particular used to use aliases on on credit screens instead of full names. I don't know if that's like to save on space because Japanese names tend to be pretty long. Or if it was just a stylistic choice. I'm not sure. Pretty interesting to find out though. Uh, Twinnies then posted a video of uh, Sonic doing the Hadouken. Um, Saying, of course, it looks better in motion. Yes, indeed it does. So, now to our next bit. I'm gonna loop the talk bit just in case. Uh, We have Ranger X, also known as X-Ranza in Japan. um, Which was released on the Mega Drive back in 1993. Uh, This game has you playing as the Ranger X, an armored exoskeleton suit, as you fight against the forces of Rahuna. Gameplay has you running and gunning, so pretty standard for that sort of time period. Uh, But the difficulty may be an issue for some people, which leads us nicely into the Easy Mode. Which is the Easter Egg. As in the Japanese version of the game, you can access the Easy Mode by hitting A, B, C three times as fast as possible while in the Options menu. If you manage to enter it successfully, you would hear a sound however selecting easy mode and then starting a new game you'll then be taken to a new version of the starting level which is a lot more cute than the standard futuristic kind of cyberpunk look of the game here you'll encounter cute animals and other more cartoonish characters but once you complete the stage you'll then move on to the original starting level starting at the easier difficulty uh is saying that the um alias is used in the uh the um, credit screens were because of headhunting fears um, apparently they, they were worried about programmers and developers being poached by other companies I know that did happen quite a lot in America I And mean, though there's at least one um, entire, entire development house which was started because um, I think it was Atari refused to put uh, devs' names in the credits So, um, that's interesting. So, yeah, um, if anyone's got any pictures of this easy mode, um, level, the the cute one, uh, I'd like to see it. Because I don't think I've got a copy of that. I don't think I've even got the, um, the ROM for it. Hmm. Anyway, let's have some music. So, uh, from Sonic Chaos on the Game Gear, we have Sleeping Egg Zone. I figured that was appropriate. And then from Ranger X, we have Stage 3-2, the River Boss. So, I hope you enjoy those, and I will speak to you after this music break. Please enjoy. Ranger X Stage Three Two River Boss, and before that we had from Sonic Chaos on the Game Gear Sleeping Egg Zone. Um, yeah, the Ranger X soundtrack is actually pretty decent. Um, I recommend that you have a listen if you get the chance to uh, to do so. Um, further to the uh, the thing about uh, games developers being poached by other companies. Uh, Electric is saying that Street Fighter designer Takeshi Nishiyama was poached from Capcom by SNK and later made Fatal Fury with SNK. Uh, that's pretty interesting. And there's further information on a Polygon website, on the Polygon website, uh, about the Street Fighter 1 and oral history. That's pretty interesting. Yes, uh, fighting games is one of those areas that I don't know a huge amount about. Uh, possibly because I've never been particularly good at them, so I never really got into them all that much. I do still remember the the gore code from the Mega Drive version of um, Mortal Kombat, though, for reasons. Yeah, thanks, thanks for keeping that, brain You can't remember your own phone number, but you remember the gore code from uh, Mortal Kombat One. Cheers, Brian. Moving on, <coughs> we have a couple of Easter eggs from everyone's favourite racing game, Daytona USA. I'm pretty sure I've covered at least one of these before, but we're going back a couple of years, so I'll recap them all here anyway. First of all, on the expert track, there is a statue of Jeffrey from Virtua Fighter. If you drive to have him in view and then start pressing X on the controller, his statue will start to move and you can even see him begin to do a breakdance. Then, on the advanced track, just as you complete the first lap, on the left will be a slip road that leads to the pits. Instead of heading up to the pits, however, if you turn 180 degrees and head in the opposite direction, you'll see a road leading up into a tunnel. And at the end of this, you will encounter a sign that says, Congratulations, you just lost your sponsors. That's actually pretty funny. (laughs) Excuse me. The last easter egg we'll be covering for this game can be found when inputting your initials into the Name Entry screen. Inputting specific initials will then treat you to a high score jingle, which is based on the music from the games that the initials represent. For example, if you input AB for Afterburner, OR for OutRun, SH for Space Harrier, VF for Virtual Fighter, or HO for Hang-On, you will get a version of uh, the jingle that's related to that game. In total, there are over 70 combinations, each with their own unique jingle sound. Uh, like Piggle is saying, in Daytona Championship USA, they release the Jeffrey statue with the statue of Kira for some reason. And I'm pretty sure he can't break dance like Jeffrey did. Oh, that's rubbish! Why would they do that? Lame. That's very lame. I agree with Nicholas Amman. Poor Jeffrey, He was robbed. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what's going on with, uh, Twinnies from Streets and... Multicolastic Street Racers. I don't... There. Yeah. Fight Streeters. Yeah. Right. Where was I? I've lost track of where I was. This is what happens when I'm away for a while. Oh, it's a meme. Okay, cool. I mean, I'm online a lot, but clearly not enough. Depending on your point of view. So let's have some more music then. Um, So from Daytona USA, we have the King of Speed. I just fancied listening to that one today. And then uh, this one is a request and it is an unused track from Dungeons & Dragons Warriors of the Eternal Sun. And it is Uklangor uh, Battle and that was requested by Doan. Um, yeah, do, I mean, cut content I suppose it's more cut content than an easter egg but, yeah, unused tracks are still pretty cool. So let's have a listen to those and I'll be back after this music break to start talking about the easter eggs in Shenmue. So stay tuned for that.
0: Rolling stars!
2: To the hidden palace with the wonderful Skyblaze only on Radio Sega. Well, I guess if you're here, it's not that well hidden,
1: is it? And that was Dungeons and Dragons Warriors of the Eternal Tur- uh, Eternal Sun. I can say words. Uklangor Battle um, It's an unused track, who was requested by Doan. So thanks for that, Doan. And before that, we had from Daytona USA the King of Speed. Uh, further to the combinations of initials that you can use in Daytona USA to get different jingles, uh, Nicholas Oman says a lot of them use abbreviations of the games that they are based on, but others are specifically for developers. Those ones were picked by the developers so that they could hear their favourite SEGA tune whenever they played the game. Apparently this was uh, revealed in an issue of SEGA Saturn magazine. Which appears to be a Japanese magazine, according to the scan that Nick's put up there. Although apparently uh, it wasn't just developers, but a lot of other AM2 staff members as well. Uh, like the programmer and planner for rent a uh Keiji Okuyasu, who asked for fight rent Hero as his jingle. Which is actually pretty interesting and cute piece of information, you yeah. know. Just have a, a bunch of unique jingles in there, um, just for fun. Uh, I like that. That's pretty cool. Uh, next we have some Easter eggs which can be found in the Shenmue series. So in Shenmue 1, uh, Ryo has a Sega Saturn which he can play with, although to do so he will need to win the second prize at the store raffle in either the Tomato conven- Convenience Store or in the Harbour Lounge. The games you get to win are Space Harrier and Hang-On. Interestingly though, while Space Harrier was released on the Saturn as part of the Sega Ages name, Hang-On wasn't. It's possible that it was planned to be at one point, but was ultimately cancelled for whatever reason, but it's difficult to say for sure. That reminds me, uh, we need to find our Saturn and hook it up for my party next month. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be 40 years old uh, next month, uh, so I'm having a retro games party. Um, we're going to attempt to hook up all 11 of my consoles. So that's going to be fun. Sega Saturn's in the 1980s. Space is warped and time is bendable. Uh, Nicholas Mann saying, It's a bit of a shame that the 2011 Daytona port didn't have any new jingles. It could have been cool to hear jingles from Shenmue Virtua Fighter 3 to 5. Uh, MJ or Sega Golf Club. Yeah, it would have been nice if they if they'd updated it that way. In fact, like, it would be nice if that was a feature in more games. More games should do that. Are you listening, Sega? The answer is no, but we can dream. While there has not been any indication of a Saturn being found in Shenmue 2, one can be found within Shenmue 3. When you get to the point of the story where Ryo visits the Man Yuan Temple, You'll be instead shown to a back room, where you are meant to look for information to progress the story. Instead, head directly to the disp- display table slash cabinet in front of you and open the bottom right drawer. Within this, you'll find a Saturn on the controller tucked inside. Interacting with this, will zoom in on the console, and Rio will comment, Oh! This is... Electro Boogaloo is pointing out that Shenmue did in fact start as a Saturn project. It did indeed. Until they went... Yeah, this is not going to work, for multiple reasons. Uh, it was in development for at least five years, right? It might have been slightly longer. I know it was the most expensive game ever produced up until that point. Uh, and yeah, the, the the story of that the development for that game is nuts. I might have to do uh, an episode on it at some point. Moving on, let's have some more music, shall we? So from Shenmue we have Secret of a Warehouse, and that was requested by Electric Boogaloo. And then after that we have from Shenmue 2, Pine Game Arcade. So enjoy those, and I'll be back after this. (laughs)
2: Best Sega music, live shows, and the chance to request your favourites. This is RadioSega.net.
0: I see.
1: Was Shenmue 2 Pine Game Arcade, and before that, we had from the original Shenmue Secret of a Warehouse, which was requested by Electric Boogaloo. Uh, Doan suggested, however, that the secret of the warehouse is that it turns into a regular house during the full moon. That, that Thanks for that, Doan. I'm sure the terrible joke was absolutely necessary. Yes! Quiet in the cheap seats! Uh, Nicholas Amano also says that uh, Takenaru Bin. Uh, Takenobo Mitsuyoshi worked on the Shenmue for five years, and Yu Suzuki made sure that the theme song was written really early on so that other developers could have a clear idea of the game's tone. That's pretty cool. Um, Five years is an incredibly long time to develop a game, though, especially back then. Jeez. Moving on, uh, so lastly for Shenmue, uh, we have Street Fighter Easter Egg. Another Street Fighter Easter Egg. There have been a couple of Street Fighter Easter Eggs. It's not really odd. Uh, this one was only discovered a few years ago. In one of the quick Time event fights, you can get Ryo to perform the Shin Shoryuken. However, to do this yourself, you actually do need to hack the game. The reason for this is that you need to perform certain actions, which would take six frames of animation to complete, but you only have a three-frame window to do so, so it's literally impossible unless you actually take some action to hack the game to actually make it possible. That's a kind of annoying, because it's, it's such a small thing, it wouldn't have been that much of a big deal to leave it in there, rather than make it really difficult. This was done as the developers had originally intended to add the homage, but Yusuzuki decided to have it removed. Uh, But the team did not get rid of it altogether, only designing it so it couldn't be triggered within the normal confines of the game. I don't really understand why he'd have have that removed. I mean, if he was worried about Capcom getting annoyed about it. I mean, it's, it's basically just a really fancy uppercut. It's not that big a deal. And it has been referenced in all of the things since then. So, Now then. A couple of uh, other Dreamcast Easter eggs. Uh, starting with one that was actually hidden within the VMU, the visual, visual Memory Unit, for years. If you were to open up a VMU and look at the main chip, you will see that it has the word potato written on it. So... Are Sega saying that their VMU's run on potato chips? No, no, Gray4, that doesn't mean you can eat them.
0: Mm, i do this.
1: <sighs> I give up. Anyway, moving on. <coughs> After i frock coughed my guts up. I'm fine! Everything is fine! Uh, Nicholas Mann saying, Oh yeah, it was long. Mitsuyoshi worked at AM2 for 10 years, and half of that was spent on Shenmue. <laughs> Good lord. Although if you track his credits, he has way more games come out the closer he, he gets to Shenmue's release, like 1998, when he had just one song in Daytona USA... Oops. Daytona USA, and some vocal performances in Burning Rangers. So presumably, as the game was actually getting closer to release, um, he had less work to do, so he could work on other things at the same time. Uh, I don't think that's um, that's unusual. Uh, he composed one song in Daytona 2, and that was "I Can Do It." And Electro Boogaloos posted a picture of the uh, the chip from the VMU that does indeed say "potato" on it. It's not even like really tiny font either. It's like right there in the middle of the chip, "potato." I, there there is a thing in um, consumer electronics, I mean going back to the 80s, where central chips had really strange names, and there was things like the Amiga had things like the Fat Agnes and so on, which was just just bizarre. Uh, the Super FX chip um, from the Super Nintendo was codenamed Mario, but it was Mario with a 1 instead of an I. So, ma one was the hour zero? I can't remember. It's definitely a one, though. But will it run Doom? Somebody has almost certainly got Doom to run on a VMU. Somebody must have got Doom to run on a VMU. Somebody look that up for me, please. Because, yeah. I mean... It, it has to have happened, because nerds are nerds. Right, let's move on. Well, while you're looking that up, I will uh, continue with the next easter egg. Uh, the next easter egg was in a port, uh, well, the unreleased Dreamcast port of Half-Life, uh, where the game discs for Half-Life and VMUs could be found in the crates, which in the other versions of the game would contain tech parts. In the Japanese version, the disc would be replaced with Sonic Adventure discs. <laughs> So it's a bit recursive, because in, in the non-Japanese version, you'd find a disc for Half-Life in the game of Half-Life. For recursion, see recursion. Um, oddly enough, I was actually talking about the VMU uh, on a different Discord earlier today, because uh, we men- somebody mentioned um, Sonic uh, Sega All-Stars Racing Transformed, and was like, oh, I should go back and play that, it's such a great game. I was like, have you unlocked Ages? Because he is the best. And somebody actually said, like, I couldn't figure out what it was meant to be, and I'm like, you, what you were born after the Dreamcast it was discontinued, weren't you? Yes, they were. They were born in 2005. <laughs> Excuse me, will I just go over here and turn into dust? Oh yeah. Um, one other thing before we go into the music break for this. Uh, Because the Half-Life port port on the Dreamcast was not released, I don't have access to the music. However, there is a PlayStation 2 version of it, uh, which has a... um, (coughs) ...a main menu theme which is actually really really popular, uh, because it's actually very good. And Nicolas Aman managed to source uh, an enhanced version. Um, from I think it was from YouTube uh, by a person called Black Lambda Black Lambda Twenty Five. Uh, so thank you to Nick for sourcing that. Uh, um, so we've got from Shenmue Three Masters Teaching, and then from uh, Half Life on the PS Two we have the main menu theme. So thank you again to Nick. Uh, please enjoy these tracks, and I'll be back after this for the Chiptune Corner. i
2: morning, afternoon, evening, or night, wherever you are in the
0: world. This is Nicolas Aman, the demon ruler of the Radio Sega Playlist, and you're listening to The Hidden Palace.
1: Was Half Life the main th- menu theme? Uh, the enhanced version by Black Twenty Five, sourced by our Demon Ruler of the Radio Sega playlist, Nicholas Saman. Uh, they've also posted a uh, link to their uh, YouTube page. Uh, so, and they've they've got a bunch of other kind of uh, extended versions of the Half Life OST. So, go on and listen if you want to. And then before that, we had from Shenmue Three Masters Teaching. So I hope you enjoyed those. And now it's on to Chipshin Corner. So in today's Chipshin Corner, we have Barry Leach, uh, who is a Scottish composer who has done work for a lot of games. Uh, that was mostly for the Art- uh, Atari ST, Amiga, and NES era, including his work on titles such as Gauntlet Legends, Double Dragon, and San Francisco Rush. As you can see from the latter game, they have they were Still working on video games, up until at least the Dreamcast era. So, pretty special stuff. Uh, Definitely um, worth listening to. They have a band camp page, which I will just find. There we go. So, I will play you a track from Lotus Turbo Challenge 2, which you can have a listen to. Um, And if you like it, then I encourage you to visit their Bandcamp page and um, maybe buy some of their work. So this is Barry Leach and Lotus Turbo Challenge 2. Have a listen and let me know what you think. Lotus Turbo Challenge 2 uh, There's some great stereo effects in that track um, Really, really good track uh, And Electra is saying that Barry Lich also composed one of their favourite songs to race with, which is a track called Night from San Francisco Rush 2049 So yeah um, Definitely worth checking out some more of his work um, So thank you to everybody who's tuned in today I have no idea what I'm going to be covering next time, but I do accept suggestions for topics um, to cover. Uh, You can reach me on Discord, through Radio Sega Discord, or you can reach me um, by private message. i am Skyblaze skyglaze42-5499, or you can reach me through Twitter, where I am at Blazing Skies, or uh, on Mastodon, where I am Blazing Skies at tech.lgbt. Or you can reach me through the official Radio Sega Twitter, Discord and Mastodon pages. Um, coming up next I think is Gavi and SNS uh, if Gavi can persuade his laptop to work properly. So best of luck to him. And I think there should be some more LMC block and of course Rexy's Sega Mix Drive tomorrow. Special thank as always to Twinnie for his hard work on the socials. As usual, he's brilliant and I don't know what we'd do without him. Um, uh, Thank you to everybody who's tuned in. Uh, One last track to go out on and uh, my husband has been playing um, Persona 3 Portable uh, on the PlayStation 4, the the remaster on the PlayStation 4. So, uh, requested by him, we have from Persona 3, Burn My Dread Last Battle. So... I've been Skyblaze and this has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, also, uh, yeah, Casey is coming back tomorrow with Night Train. So be sure to tune in for that because Casey is brilliant. Uh, but yeah, I've been Skyblaze. This has been The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Got one last track. Take care, everybody. Good night.
0: I will This no man's land Real. in heavy pain Also them is pain Make shadows lay What they've done is in vain Counting an AK-47 24-7 But you got 11 Persecure by heaven Come in the direction No indication You got to
2: do Let it move first Let it out Let it down Let it inside Let loose Let it let it Damn depressed Let's get it up Then what you gonna do drop a hammer down, down. Drop rhyme Drop hammer Take it like a labor You got blood all over Ash all over Spit it out so game's over <laughs> Fear the end is coming in. Spit it out like a spear. I'll burn the dread. No soul, no bust, no bust, be, bust. Justice to the man with no life. Tear up the end is coming in. Spit it out like a spear. I'll burn the dread. No soul, no bust, no bust, be bust. Justice to the man
0: with no I life. Will. This this to so behind you just now, If you ever win that race against rage? then you can't cause this no man's land Bastards in heavy pain, altars in the same They shall slay, what they done is in vain Got an AK-47, but you got 11 persecuted by heaven cross in the direction, no indication, you got two do Let it move first, let it out, let it down, let it inside. time let loose. let it, let it dance, depress, let's get it up Then what you gonna lose, drop a hammer down, down,
2: Drop, run, drop, hammer, take it like a labor You got blood all over, ash all over Spit it out, some game's over Tear off the fear, the end is coming in, spit it out like a spear, I'll burn the track. No soul, no bust, go bust, be bust justice to the man with no life. Tear off the fear, the end is coming in, spit it out like a spear, I'll burn the track. So we'll dusty,
0: enjoyed the show check out the full radio sega live schedule at radio forward slash shows.